by asking you, how's everything going on your end? Like, how's life? Oh, it's going well. It's definitely going well. There's a lot happening, but, you know, um, taking advantage of every single opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm surrounded by amazing people. Um, mm -hmm. Nicole and the other Nicole who's my manager and then this other this other Nicole that we're in right now who's a very good friend of mine, a phenomenal mm -hmm. uh, advisor slash PR slash creative, you know, so I'm definitely in a good place because I'm surrounded by good people. Great. All right. So I'm um, growing up in Harlem. Uh, what sort of drew you towards wanting to do art as an artist? Um, so actually it was, it was graffiti, um, graffiti, okay. graffiti and Keith Herring. Um, oh, so wow. yeah, he's one of my favorites. Everybody. So Keith Herring is one of my favorite artists and I think Keith Herring is one of my favorite artists. Not even, I think I know Keith Herring is one of my favorite artists for, <laughs> for, for various reasons than other okay. people like Keith Herring. So I think a lot of people like Keith Herring because his artwork is, it's very simple and it, and it lets you know what it is and it's so abundant. He, he did so much work um, all over the place all the time and whoever runs his foundation, they do a really good job of branding him on water bottles and t-shirts and, and posters. But for me, you know, Keith Haring, I grew up with Keith Haring, not literally, but I grew up looking at Keith Haring's posters on the subway train. Um, Keith Haring came to my school a couple of times. Um, he drew in my notebook, you know, um, but that's just because Keith Haring was around. He was just like a, he was a local superhero artist and he would like mm -hmm. visit schools and have and do talks and, but unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize exactly who he was. I knew he was an artist. I knew he was cool for his artwork. Um, and he drew in people's books at school and the artwork was something similar to, to what I was drawing or what I could, what I could do. Um, so, I mean, I wish I'd have had like two or three of those pages he drew in now, you know, I, I might be having this conversation in a private helicopter, nah. but, <laughs> but, but, you know, um, so I was definitely inspired by, you know, Keith Haring and the graffiti growing up in New York city. Cause that was the predominant art, you know? It was it was the art that you couldn't ignore, you know. Hence, Basquiat getting his opportunity because his art, you know, was reflective of some of the movements that you saw on the train. Um, so, you know, I was I was big on graffiti. I, I'm a little long winded, so you're gonna have to tell me to. All right, you, I got it, Sean. Oh no, you're fine. All right. So, your first reaction uh, when Adidas reached out for this opportunity? Oh. Um, I was I was I was very happy. I was definitely. Oh wait, uh, do, you, do you mind do you mind uh, saying this over? Okay, so my first reaction when when Adidas reached out um, for me to do this community activation. Well, I was saying because of the question because of the the what the background, so I wanted to like be able to ask you again so it can be more clear. So when the audio does come out, we can kind of have that. So you want me to repeat the question? No, I'm gonna repeat and then you just uh, repeat your answer. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what was your first reaction when Adidas uh, reached out for this opportunity? I was very excited. I was very grateful. Um, you know, uh, this was an opportunity for me to to leave a message that is bigger than who I am, to leave a message to where kids and adults can see and look out the window. And that's 
that's that's definitely owed to um, my man Quasi Kessie. Um, okay. You know, uh, like I said before, I'm surrounded by my my great individuals. Please make sure you mention Quasi Kessie and Stephen Othello. Um, you know, being the the fact that I'm a dean and a teacher at a school in the neighborhood, and I'm, I'm my my purpose, my job purpose is to is to give back in many ways. You know, Steve. Stephen Othello said, "You know what? Uh, we got to do something. We gotta, we gotta put something together, and we gotta really start giving back on a larger scale." Um, so that conversation, spearheaded uh, by Steve, then 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 launched another conversation with Quasi, who then has a has a direct link to Adidas, and then Adidas stepped to Quaz, and then Quaz told me about it. And you know, anytime I get an opportunity, I don't play any games. I'm going mm -hmm. on, you know. I'm, I'm I always come prepared. And I'm always ready to 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 see the moment. So I was very, 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 very excited about that. Got it. All right. So you just mentioned that you're a, a school teacher as well. Um, to have the chance to uh, redesign the Black Gates basketball court in Harlem's, uh, the Harlem Foster Housing Projects. What does that ultimately mean to you? Like, how much does that mean to be able to, uh, you know, redesign? Well, oh, that's it's huge. It's huge. And and again, you know, I didn't finish the, the thought from the last conversation, the last question, but I'll tie this back in. So, again, you know, Quaz, I'm doing designs. Yeah. I'm sending that to them. I'm sending it to them, I'm sending it to Quaz, I'm sending it to Steve, I'm sending it to my manager, Nicole. I'm sending it. And Quaz is the one that stopped me and was like, What would you want to see if you looked out your window as a child? Like, what's the message? Mm hmm. You know? Because you see a lot of these basketball courts are just, you know, I'm not knocking any of the artists. A lot of these basketball courts are just bright colors and cool shapes, and which is dope, you know. Um, but what's the message that I want to leave behind? And after that conversation with him, I changed my entire approach on it and came up with that particular uh, piece of artwork. It's just leaving behind the message. Because um, I'm, I'm a visual learner um, and, you know, I think all students are visual, most students are visual learners, but especially in the elementary school, that especially the elementary kids that I work with, they're visual learners. So how can I teach something uh, on a basketball court that lasts beyond a week, beyond yeah. beyond two months, beyond two years? You know, those message, the message, I, did you get a chance to see the artwork? Yes, I have. Okay, so so the court that the the words that are surrounding the court are these are positive affirmations and words that have helped me through, and and you know and I grew up in those in those buildings and looking out the window, it wasn't always the most positive thing. So you know yeah. if I'm you know now looking out the window, I see this gate that's that's ripped open with with words like empower, innovate, community, believe, dream that I can look at every single day, and 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 serve as a motivational piece. So I'm really happy that I was able to get that done. Awesome. So because we have a hip hop magazine, I have to ask you this question. Your favorite hip hop album of all time, if you have a favorite hip hop album of all time, I just, I'm really curious to know which album. Oh, man. I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a, dang. I listen to so much, so much music, man. I listen to so much. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go in my phone real quick, just, okay. to, no problem. just to reflect my memory because this is this is an important question because, you know, hip hop is, is such an important artistry and it, and 
and I, I don't do anything. Literally, I can't do anything without music. Like, I feel like, you know, once I turn on, and it depends on what mood, depending on what mood I'm in. Um, let me see. Favorite hip hop album of all time. Hmm. I might, I might have to, of all time. Damn. Nikki, Nikki, why you didn't send me this question so I can prepare for this one? I didn't get this um, one in advance, so. Hmm. I bumped. I bumped the Wu Tang. The the Thirty Six Chambers. Hard. Um. But I, I feel like that's too easy. Everybody says Wu Tang. The um. The. the I might, I might have, I might have to go with that. I might have to do the uh, enter the woo. Damn, hold on, mm -hmm. hold on. Give me, hold on, give me, give me thirty seconds. Give me thirty seconds. Let me just. I'm on my, <laughs> I'm on my Spotify. We can also just, probably send it after this interview. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't. It, it's because I'm looking. I got, I have a playlist. So um, on my playlist, there's. There's so many albums, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm damn, hold on. And I'm West Indian, so you putting up <laughs> you putting yeah. up Buju Bantan on there and all right, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with the Wu, thirty six chambers. All right. all right. And um I this might be another one that you might not have at the top of your head, so but I'm just gonna say it anyway. Top five rappers. Do you have a top five rapper list? Mm, bow wow, bow wow. No, I'm just <laughs> Not to say bow, bow. So um so my list is my list is a little skewed because and I'll explain I'll explain uh, all of them um so it do just top five no particular order yeah top five no particular order I bet um obviously obviously big um because Biggie just he just shaped uh East Coast. He just shaped mm -hmm. the, the, the new feel of East Coast. Um, Jay-Z, because he's definitely just the GOAT. Like he's 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 transitioned from just music to, to being like a cultural icon. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I, I gotta give that, um, I gotta give it to Drake. Gotta give it to Drake. Wow, I didn't expect that. Well, I- Yeah, I, yeah, I, got, I, gotta, I gotta give it to him. Just, just on the strength that he's so consistent. He's not like my. These are just five. It's just five. So he's just yeah. so. He's just so consistent, and mm -hmm. and and his music makes sense. You know, um, and I can't. I can't deny that. I gotta give it to my man Ye. Oh yeah, for gotta, sure. I gotta give it to Ye because he's just. He literally is 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 a musical genius. Like he's yeah for sure. He's phenomenal. He's definitely phenom phenomenal. Um, ooh, the last one is tight. Okay. The last, the last one is tight. So um, <laughs> it, it's between Beanie Siegel and okay. um, and LL Cool J. So oh, um, got it. Yeah, so that's a tight one. Um, yes, it's a tough one. The reason the reason I say LL Cool J for LL Cool J. Was my mother's favorite rapper. My mother oh, did, wow. <laughs> did not like rap music. She was not a fan of rap music whatsoever. So I'm, I'm yeah. Guy and um, 
when we first came to the country, she listened to a lot of reggae because when we grew and I lived in Brooklyn for a split second before I moved to Harlem. Um, and she liked LL obviously because LL was a good looking dude. Um, and and she she liked his music, but for the life of my mother, she could never ever get his name right. She'll she'd be like, play play the LL J boy like the LL J. <laughs> Like no, mom, no, that's not it. She'd be like, "Play cool, cool JJL, cool JJL." You mean LL Cool J? Yes, right. yes, J Cool L, J Cool L. Play him. Um, yes. You know that has a personal relationship uh, for me because that's my. And plus, LL just dropped so many albums. He's so consistent. Yeah. And he doesn't get the the same sort of respect. So, um, and then Beanie Siegel. He doesn't. He doesn't. Nah. He doesn't. He doesn't get enough respect he deserves to be like nah. the artist he nah. was. Yeah, he, I totally get it. Thirty years. He rocking. He was rocking decade after decade after decade. Relevancy bars. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Stop. I totally agree. You know, yeah. um, what he did in that Gap commercial, wearing that Fubu hat, spitting about Fubu for us by us. Uh, 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 uh. I was just like, oh, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. You're 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 a different you're a different individual. <laughs> um Beanie Siegel just because he had such um he was so eloquent with his with his words and he was mm -hmm. so, he was so tough and, 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 and raw at the time. So um I'ma have to damn. I'ma have to go with uh I'm gonna have to go with LL Cool J over Beanie Siegel because of my mom. Got it. All right. So what was the creative process like, uh, you know, getting the opportunity to redesign everything? Uh, like, how long did it take you to get prepared for the moment? And what exactly did you do to get prepared uh, to redesign for the court? So I've been prepared my whole life, you know, um, because this is my neighborhood. And this particular art project um, was something I wanted to see get done immediately. Um, so the preparation for this, uh, the preparation for this, uh was quick you know the actual artwork took a little time and and laying that out um but i definitely was prepared to make sure i left a a, a statement because uh, i'm realizing now more than ever that everything i do every person i talk to um is my resume you know so, yeah. the, so, so the things you write about me then becomes my resume you know my artwork that now is on the floor is my resume um, so these are all important things for me to kind of, to, 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 to leave behind, but I definitely was prepared for this hundred percent. I mean, other projects, you know, you know, I'm not as so prepared, but I was definitely prepared because this was my neighborhood. Got it. All right. So your top three favorite uh, artists to ever do it. Name your top three. To ever do it? Yep. And art. Oh, and, and art. Oh. Yeah. And art. Okay. I thought I thought we was back. I thought I thought I thought you took my five and you want me to get it down to three. No 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 no. I'm talking about like artists, like as far as art. Okay, so um, number one is my man Ernie Barnes. Um, oh wow, yeah, he's he's so good. Yeah, Ernie Barnes for 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 various reasons because Ernie Barnes played football. I also played football. Um, Ernie Barnes played in the NFL. I got cut from the NFL. Um, oh wow. So you know. And his his uh, art career was way more notable than his NFL career, and the things that he was able to do uh, out off of the field was way more impressive than the things he did on the field. Um, 
you know, he he was he was a he was he was phenomenal. Um, you know, and and I've really so I'm doing I'm paying homage to 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 Ernie Barnes in in a couple of my um in a couple of my my next installations. Um, the second artist is I always I always go blank on his name and I feel I feel horrible even even Hello. Is he back on? I think so. Is your audio okay? Yes. Audio is fine. Oh. So what just happened? <laughs> we we couldn't hear you. Oh, what part did you cut off? Uh, basically, you you were going into who your second artist was, and you didn't know the name, so. I didn't get any of that, so you might have to repeat the second artist before we go into third. Let me get my book. One second. Hold up. Okay, cool. Oh, it's the damn book is in the. Oh, it's on my computer. It's on my computer. It's on my computer. I have so many names, and and uh, and and the reason why, honestly. Um, is this gentleman's subject mind so often is I'm relearning I'm relearning um I'm relearning about art so yeah. when we when we talk about art and how I was taught art mm -hmm. it, was, it was definitely I know tons of white artists like literally tons of white artists and um and I'm trying to make sure that I put black art in my consciousness because you know the removal of black art a uh, black art is a removal of you know black history you know yeah. this art is a timeline of things that happened to us when it happened to us how it happened to us but it's from our perspective um mm -hmm. so his name is his name is aaron douglas i always forget okay. his name. always hey so the the colors can you hear me oh, okay yes so, i can so hear you so the colors that Aaron Douglas uses, um, the the shading that he does is just like phenomenal, and 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 he's been doing it for so many years, and I actually knew his artwork before I knew who he was. Um, wow. I just didn't I just didn't peg it, and I always glanced over it, and I was like, let me just do my research. And every time anybody asks me, I always forget Aaron Douglas. Ernie Barnes is my man, so I never forget Ernie Barnes. Um, Aaron Douglas, and um, the last one is is my man Keith Haring. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that's Keith Haring is one of my I, I have favorites. a personal connection with Keith Haring. You know, I've yeah. I've been looking for the picture with me and Keith Haring for oh, wow. I don't know years. It's somewhere buried in my house. If I find I think he disconnected again.
I'm texting him. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh, really- yeah, no problem. He's, he just got back in. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's me yeah. on my cell phone. And hold on. No problem. Let me call. All right, so I'm down to. Okay, so I'm down to my last two questions. Um, I wanted to ask you if you got an opportunity to uh to work with any artists um in hip hop that you haven't got a chance to like work with to do an art piece, who like which artist would you like to like do that with? Hello. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Why don't you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm trying to see if Sean can, Sean, can you hear us? I don't think he can hear us. Hello, hello? Hang up, can't hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so I have to go on my phone. I don't know what's going on with this. Okay. Can you answer right, her? Yes. So um, if I can work with any artist mm-hmm. hmm, to, to create something. Yeah. Just to create like an art piece, you know, maybe a collab, like sometimes they'll like artists or, or, uh, you know, have clothing brands. They do like collabs, like what, name one artist that you would like love to just work with, to do like something amazing. Oh man. That's that sort. Kanye. Kanye. Kanye West. I, I think, you know, I um I worked for Lauren Hill and with Lauren Hill oh, wow. for um for maybe about five months. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna show I'm glad I'm on my phone. Uh, let me flip this real quick. So I can show you what I did with her and I can kind of right, boom there it is. Oh wow, okay. So I I created this poster for her. And tanging in my little breakfast slash nook, you know. So, um, so this poster was was for her um, when she was on tour, when she was going on tour with with Nas. Um, and the whole theme is EU for euphem- for euphemism. Um, mm-hmm. So she pushed me. I've never been pushed to that creative level. Like she wow. pushed me and pushed me and. Bell, do this. Bell, just try this color. Flip this. Try this. Do this. Let's, you know, I'd work for hours and she'd be like, scrap it. You know what I'm saying? And then, or I'd work for hours. She'd be like, make the whole thing purple, you know? And mind you, she didn't know Photoshop. She didn't know Illustrator. She was just so smart and she was just so creative that she just knew what she wanted to see. And, you know, never before have I been pushed that level of creativity. Um, so I can only imagine working with 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 Kanye and and how amazingly creative he is so if I ever, if I ever yeah. get the opportunity to to create something you know and plus mm-hmm. he's in a really he's in a really good space right now to where you know uh he's a little bit more conscious of giving back um not to say he didn't give back before but um he's a little bit more conscious of it and, and that's the space I, I want to be in you know that's the space I want to constantly be in because if I'm giving back you giving back we all get to the same level you know absolutely all right, so your goals for the rest of 2021. Uh, what are some things you want to accomplish before uh, 2021 is over? Mm. Before 2021 is over, I definitely I definitely need to have two more art shows. Um, I'm, working with, <laughs> right. I'm working with both Nicole's. Nicole, um, the one that we're on the call with right now, um, who mm-hmm. 
best PR for me and my manager, uh, Nicole Caldwell. Um, so we're working on the next show, which is Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. And that, that's, that's, that show deals with nutrition. And, okay. um, you know, when you look at like things that plague the African-American community, you know, we look at, you know, gun violence and we look at drugs and police brutality and poor education. We often don't spend any time really focusing on nutrition. You know, um, yeah, I, have, I have students that that breakfast, lunch and dinner is a bacon, egg and cheese. You know, um, parents giving kids Takis and quarter water juices and Sour Patch Kids for snacks. You know, um, our, our I have nine year olds and second graders who have diabetes, like it is insane. Uh, supermarkets don't have proper ch uh, food choices. We don't have access to, to, to fresh vegetables the way other communities have access. And that's just not because we can't get it. It's just because we don't want to say anything about it. You know, Chinese food stores and liquor stores and chopped cheeses on literally every corner, liquor store everywhere. You know, um, if we started being more conscious of the things we eat, we can start changing what we eat in our neighborhood. Um, so that whole show is built around nutrition and the education and the history of the African-American diet. I'm learning right now. I'm not a historian, but I do have an ability to take a message and translate it to a piece of canvas that can tell a story. Um, and that's what I'm getting really good at. So that next show is called Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Again, working with Nicole um, Manigault and Nicole Caldwell. Um, to put the show together. The next show after that mm -hmm. is a show. Uh, it's called um, Tell Me How You Really Feel, B. So um, the, name, the, the name of the show is Tell Me How You Really Feel. And what it is, it's a show dealing with mental health. Um, again, something that we don't talk about, you know, um, being afraid to deal with therapists and running from our feelings because we're tough doesn't work out because, you know, the toughest person runs into a brick wall and doesn't know how to handle it. So being aware of our strengths and our weaknesses is something we have to do. So tell me how, tell me how I feel. So the, the premise of the show is I have this huge canvas, huge canvas, um, we, where we're going to cover handball courts throughout New York City, all in, in all five boroughs, Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island. And then I'll lay color out, just various different colors all out. And there'll be foam balls behind the color. Everyone steps in the court, steps on the court. They have one minute to tell me how you really feel, B. And they dip the ball and they throw it or they roll it or they could push it, whatever. You have one minute to really get your anger out and really channel that into a different place. After that, you know, we then look at the canvas and then we analyze, well, you know, Brooklyn used a lot of black and white. Oh, Harlem used a lot of red and green. Queens used this and, you know, and then we're going to have that analyzed. And eventually I'm going to cut those pieces up and we'll have a show. And the money from that show is then donated back into those communities mm -hmm. um, in some sort of, uh, I have to, we have to figure out the logistical part about who we donated to but it's just about giving us an opportunity to tell me how you really feel, you know? Got it. All right, so my last question is, okay, so I write for Respect Magazine. I wanna ask you, when you first hear the word respect or see that word, what are the first things that come to your mind? Hmm. 
Um, there's so many things that come to my mind. You know, the word respect I hear is, is it has to be mutual, you know, a mutual agreement. And it's not easy to, to gain or get respect or even to earn respect, um, you know, and, and, and when you, when you establish respect, it takes some time. Um, respect is, you know, you, I'm, you know, I'm getting older now. So, you know, all these things that mom used to say, respect is earned, not given. You know, yeah. I find myself saying the same sort of thing, but understanding now, you know, the fact that respect is earned, not given, and that's earned based on a mutual, um, a mutual agreement, a mutual positive lane between two people. Um, and and some, sometimes it's not even between two people, sometimes it's between a person in a community or, you know, a person in a state or a person in a country. Um, so yeah, that's definitely what I hear when I hear the word respect. All right. So, um, is there any last words you want to say to uh, in this interview? As you, as we all know, the uh, court and billing is next week, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, it's it's actually in a couple of days. In a couple of days. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. is there any last words you'd like to say to anyone who will be out checking out the uh, court or just um, you know, the opportunity? given by mm -hmm. adidas to do this um you know, first of all i just want to i just want to thank you um for giving me this platform to actually yeah, you know say you know how i feel about things and because mm -hmm. a lot of times you know i don't want people to to get anything that i'm doing to be misconstrued so having the ability to talk to to people about you know what the artwork is and, and why i did it and what does it mean and who gave me the inspiration and, and how did it get done? So I just want to thank you for that opportunity to, to really just say those things. Um, you know, uh, I am I am forever grateful for Harlem. I'm grateful yeah. for my community. Uh, all of these things, these people, these places, these sounds, the smells, all of this shaped me. And, I, and you know, now I can look back and I can piece things together. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like... I know why I do certain things and how I do certain things and 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 why I wear certain things. You know, it's all because of my experiences in Harlem. Okay. Was that it? Or what? Yeah. Or just... yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't know if you were finishing on with the answer, but thank you so much, Sean, uh, for doing this interview with Respect Magazine. We greatly appreciate it. And um, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm hoping that I could check out the court like in person soon. So yeah. just a quick question. Mm -hmm. How long is this court going to be on available for people to uh, check out? Five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> the paint, yeah, the paint is, is five years. So the paint, the before the paint starts to blur or fade, it's about five years. But I have I have the best view on top of the projects. Um, mm -hmm. So when you do come, if Nicole, you know, you can get my information from Nicole. Okay. You, you just shoot me a call, be like, yo, Bell, I want to come see the court. I'll figure out some time. Um, I'll bring you to the roof. And it's probably the best view of New York City because the, the buildings run along Fifth Avenue and you can see the entire yeah. city straight down Fifth Avenue on one side. And then it mm -hmm. overlooks the courts, which are which are amazing. All right, I would definitely do that. Thank you guys so much uh, for this opportunity. I really do appreciate it, and enjoy the rest of you guys' day. Thank you.
Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.